Housing News listeners, I'm Brenna Nath, the HW Plus Managing Editor here at Housing Wire. This custom podcast episode presented by Ellie May features Joe Tyrell, LA May Chief Operating Officer. In this episode, he discusses the surge in technology interest for internal and external purposes due to the COVID-19 pandemic, along with the technology trends that are starting to emerge. He also shares how Ellie May is uniquely positioned to get an inside look at what is happening in the mortgage industry, adding what lessons he thinks will come out of this for lenders as they make technology decisions for the future. And with Ellie May's Virtual Experience 2020 conference starting next week, they're set to have the biggest audience that they've ever had as Tyrell shares what this means for lenders as they begin to strategize and plan for the future. Thank you for listening and let's jump into this interview. First off, Joe, I want to give you a quick welcome to the Housing News Podcast, and let's go ahead and get started with our very first question for you, which is, with how fast the industry is currently changing, can you give a quick pulse on what you're seeing in the industry? Yeah, it's amazing. From from our perspective, we're actually seeing both sides of the spectrum. So not only the unprecedented volume that's been coming across our platform, uh, where we've seen application volumes just in the month of March that are in some cases double the highest month we had in 2019. But we're also um, uniquely positioned where we work so closely with so many of the secondary market investors. Um, When you talk to the correspondent investors, they'll tell you somewhere between 70, 75% of the lenders that they buy loans from are on our platform. So it gives us this unique perspective to see not only the volume that's coming on the inside, but some of the changes that are taking place in the secondary market. As we've seen issues with liquidity um, for the secondary market, Uh, we've also seen some of the changes that have been coming in relative to the um, the credit requirements that many lenders are now putting in place as a result of COVID-19. It's been fascinating to look at the juxtaposition between what is still really strong consumer demand, especially on the refinances, with this kind of still unsettled secondary market albeit a lot of it's gotten a little bit more settled with the Fed's actions and and some certain things that that Ginny's been able to do. But we're really looking to ensure that we're going to be able to help lenders pull this this pipeline all the way through and get it into the secondary market. A lot of lenders and workers in the industry have been working from home for about a month at this point. As a result, we've witnessed a surge in technology interest for internal and external purposes. How have you seen technology move to the forefront of a lot of conversations? Yeah, so I'd say if you look at it it kind of across a couple of different vectors, one would be um, collaboration. Another would be looking for um, adoption of technology from an efficiency perspective. And then the third is just meeting the consumers where they are. The consumers, um, right now on our platform, you know, a lot of our lenders, if not all of the lenders, have some form of a point of sale system so that they can engage consumers um, electronically. Consumers don't feel the the need to have to go in and meet in offices anymore or even coffee shops to take applications. Um, On our platform, we introduced a solution called Consumer Connect uh, about two years ago. And what's been great to see is just the uh, adoption curve has gone very sharply upwards as more and more lenders are adopting these point of sale solutions so they can engage consumers in an electronic way. In fact, in the month of March, um, we saw just 
volume across our lender base um, just with one of our point of sale solutions that we offer, a solution called Consumer Connect. Um, it was just under half a million applications in that one month that came through that through that platform. So amazing to see how lenders are being able to adapt this technology in order to uh, meet the consumers where they are. On the efficiency side, we're also looking at, uh, of course, within our client base, we've got a, a great perspective of seeing how they're adopting tools that have been available to them, but create even greater efficiency from a workflow perspective. So for example, we have a solution called Investor Connect that allows our lenders to, in one click, seamlessly deliver data and documents to any of the participating investors uh, on our platform. And so we've again seen this hockey stick growth in the last um, several weeks and months as again, lenders are looking for ways to create efficiencies, especially when they don't have everyone together. And then lastly, on the collaboration, you know, you're seeing, and, and we've been doing this for a number of years now, just given the size of the ecosystem on our platform, essentially every player in the supply chain, whether you're a title company, appraiser, flood, credit, fraud, um, all of those providers are deeply integrated into our system. And as a result, we have lots of ongoing conversations. We're doing strategic planning with each other. We've always had to do that in a very virtual way. So you're seeing now lenders are learning how to do that themselves, both with their own employees, as well as they interact with now partners and vendors who used to drop by and meet with them once a quarter. Now they're meet, having those meetings virtually. So I think you're seeing technology overall just being widely adopted across a number of different areas. What new tech trends are you seeing emerge, especially in areas like automated intelligence? Yeah, I mean, the two biggest ones that uh, I know we've been focused on is really around um, ADR, which is automated document recognition, and ADE, which is automated data extraction. You know, for all of the advances of technology, the mortgage industry is still a very kind of forms-oriented business where it all starts with being able to produce disclosures on the front end. And then literally the entire manufacturing process is about getting documents in, right? A, a credit report, a title report, an appraisal, a flood report, a fraud report. And so the ability to leverage ADR and immediately identify those documents as they come in and let machine action actually um, work your workflow in a more efficient and more effective way has been something that this industry has been trying to adopt for years. The problem has always been <clears throat> the efficacy of the ADR technology and able to I really identify a high percentage of those documents. So now with what we've done is we acquired a company called Capsulon. And with Capsulon, what they've done different from almost any other AI company out there is they've trained their models for years with millions and millions of documents. So the identification rate, the efficacy rate is exponentially higher than anything that we'd seen that we'd looked at previously. But what complements that is their ADE technology, which is now part of the LMA platform, where not only can they doc we document or identify the document, but now we can actually extract the data out of the document at, again, a very high um, accuracy rate. What that does is it creates automation quality data. And once you have automation quality data, now you can really start to drive automated work through AI and through machine learning. And so 
We've been rolling this out with a number of customers, um, getting incredible results. One wholesale lender now takes their um, time from loan application to funding from 14 days down to six. And we see an opportunity to drive that even much, much further. So I would say ADR and ADE on the AI and machine learning front are um, really starting to now become um, real AI tools that can be used by our customers. What lessons do you think will come out of this for lenders as they make technology decisions for the future? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime something like this happens, it just, um, it reminds us all of kind of the uncertainty of the markets that we operate in and how we always have to be thinking about how can we be more effective in how we gauge consumers and how can we be more efficient in our process? I think we'll never be the same. Even when we all return back to our workplaces, um, employees are gonna have new concerns that they didn't have before. Um, And employers and lenders specifically are gonna have to really think hard about how do they prepare themselves for whatever the next situation might be that disrupts their business. And so being virtual is important, leveraging technology to be as efficient and effective as possible and constantly thinking about that balance between automation and maintaining that human interaction that that consumers need. And in fact, all of us are really realizing how much we relied upon it now that we don't get to uh, participate in it. LMA also announced the general availability of LMA Insights, its analytic solution that provides peer benchmarking comparison analysis. Can you break down the importance of this data given the current economic environment? Certainly. Uh, what's interesting is lenders are always looking for data to help them make decisions. The challenge is the only data they really have to look at is their own. So they're always benchmarking themselves off of themselves how they did today versus how they did last month or last year. And the, and the reason why they do that is because there is nowhere in the industry where they can get real-time peer comparison data until LMA Insights. So that's why we're so excited about this. This is a machine learning-based analytical solution. So the more that you interact with it, the more that it learns what you're looking for. And similar to like Netflix type of recommendations, it can start to say, you might want to look into this aspect of your business, whether because you've been looking at something similar or because other lenders like yourself are looking at those key metrics. But in addition to that, what it does, it's the only analytical solution that actually brings real-time anonymized peer analysis. So now for the first time ever, a lender can set up a peer group. They can benchmark themselves against it so they can see How competitive are their rates in a very specific zip code versus their competition? How effective are they in processing and having pull-through rates that are comparable to what their peers are doing? And instead of it just being um, compared against the entire industry, they now can actually select individual peer groups based upon geography, size, product mix, to really give them insight in where they might want to make changes to their business to be even more competitive. Speaking of market trends and tapping into industry knowledge, can you share some of the latest updates for LMA's Virtual Experience 2020 conference and what you're looking forward to the most? Yeah, well, first and foremost, we're just looking forward to being with our customers. I mean, it's it's really hard for us in this COVID-19 environment because, you know, aside from experience being one of really the the kind of preeminent um, events in the industry, 
it's just a, such a great opportunity for us to be kind of with our customers. And so, you know, we do a lot of things to reach out to our customers, whether it's regional user groups or every one of our products has a working group with customers on it. But there's nothing like being able to get together and share your strategy and your vision and your plans. So um, a couple of things we're really excited about is going virtual has actually allowed a lot more customers to send a lot more people. So we're going to have a much bigger audience than we've ever had. And, you know, that's saying quite a bit given, you know, how big of an event experience is for the industry. So we're really excited about that. We're excited to talk about what we're doing around machine learning and AI. We're excited to talk about how we're helping our lenders balance that use of automation with maintaining that human interaction, that personal touch that we know consumers want. We'll unveil our plans regarding uh, e-closing strategies and a number of other areas to help lenders be both effective and efficient during these times. To close out this episode, I wanted to touch on the positive ways Ellie Mae recently gave back. I saw on social media that Ellie Mae was able to donate some supplies originally attended for the Experience 2020 conference. Can you share how you were able to give back to the community? A cornerstone of who Ellie Mae is and how we were founded was with a very philanthropic culture. And so, um, you know, every year we're doing something through our Ellie Cares initiative, whether it's um, helping military families or Habitat for Humanity. And so, with experience, we were prepared for, you know, three, 4,000 people to all be together in one place. So we had hand sanitizers. We had a number of different kind of uh, things that are all of a sudden very handy during this pandemic. So um, we were able, and because it was all shipped to our, our headquarters and we hadn't yet shipped it to San Diego, it gave us the opportunity to reach out into our community and find, uh, whether it be hospitals or um any place that was really in need of having those materials. And so we were able to take all that material that we had and actually donate it to um, those organizations or entities that were in need. The other thing we did is in our business park, you know, Ellie Mae has a, a two very large office buildings on our campus. Um, as a normal precaution, we have things like um, uh, masks in the event that there could be a fire. And what we also did is looked at all of our internal supplies that we had, making sure that when we return, we have sufficient to take care of our employees, but everything else we took down to one of the hardest hit areas in the Bay Area, uh, Santa Clara. And we went to one of the hospitals that's right in the epicenter of Santa Clara uh, and uh, donated all of our materials to that hospital and to those first responders that are on the front line. So, you know, it's just, it's true to who we are as a company. So anything we can do to give back to the people that are, that are really making big sacrifices during this time, we're going to try. And to wrap up the episode, I not only wanted to thank you for joining us on the Housing News Podcast today, but also thank you for giving back to those impacted on the front lines by the coronavirus. We appreciate you sharing this helpful and insightful information with us today. 